This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian crawl. Magi. Little kids got naked and had lots of sex. Don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 87. My name is Adam. Today we're joined by Ernie. How are you, Ernie? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? Doing pretty well. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing alright. Alright, what movie do we have you watch this week? Thriller. Thriller, A Cruel Picture, a.k.a. They Call Her One-Eye. This is from 1973. We picked this in honor of Machete Kills coming out. You know, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta give you a Grindhouse flick because I'm so into these movies and... With Machete Kills comes out, it's a good opportunity to give you something something good. So I decided to pick the most depraved and horrific <laughs> one that I could think of. Uh, and that's Thriller. It lives up to the expectation. So I do have a trailer here. I guess I'll read the synopsis first. A young woman muted after a sexual assault as a child is trained to seek violent revenge on those who have wronged her after being kidnapped and forced to work as a prostitute. Yeah, if that doesn't sound fun enough, I do have a trailer here. Let's give this a listen. This is Thriller. When cruelty knows no bounds, when evil knows no limits, revenge strikes with its most frightening power. They called her one eye, then ran for their lives. We've got a peck of trouble. Frigga killed one of her regular clients yesterday. And I'm betting she's out to get the three of us. They defiled her beauty. They robbed her of speech. They brutalized her body. And when they had finished, she used what was left to repay every blow with her own terrible kind of revenge. Okay, I think we get the idea there. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Thriller? <sighs> Where to start? Maybe I should start with all the nudity. Or maybe I should start with the girl that... The main character is apparently... I don't know how old she's supposed to be. But I thought the whole time she was like 12. So I kind of felt like I was watching child porn. (laughs) She does look very young. I don't know if it ever says how young she is. And then she starts killing people. And I thought I was watching child porn with a twist. (laughs) (laughs) Child porn with a twist. I actually saw this movie, uh, I guess it was maybe a year ago now. It was pretty pretty recent that I saw this movie. And Ernie, you were just telling us right before the show that you were going to watch this for the first time this week. And didn't get a chance to, but uh, I think that the big thing about this movie, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, but the the full penetration sex in the movie is probably what yeah. most people talk about. Wait a yes. minute, there was full penetration sex in this and I didn't get to see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's ah, a, that's wrong. There, <laughs> there's a lot of full penetration sex and, like, ejaculations happening. Yeah. There's anal sex happening. Which is why wow. I thought it was like <laughs> porn, because it's with like a little K. 
kids. Or... Now, was this with the actual actors, or was it like no. they inserted like just? Yeah, it was definitely like body doubles. Yeah. That's, that's the 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 penetration part was with body doubles, but they definitely. I mean, the girl that played, I think her name is Friga, uh, the girl that played her. Let, let me see, Christina Lindbergh. She definitely did a lot of stuff. They just she didn't do any kind of penetration. It was c- definitely dr- like crossing the line between a regular movie and a porno. That so, exploitation more. That line was. <laughs> Very, very cross. Yeah, I mean, like, out of all the sexploitation movies I've seen, <laughs> this one gets probably the closest out of any of them to just being straight-up porn. Hmm. And it's not just porn. It's, like, really graphic, uh, disturbing porn because they're basically keeping this girl as a sex slave and they're keeping her on heroin. Like, they get her yeah. hooked on heroin. Yeah. <clears throat> And it's uh, it's just very, very disturbing and brutal. It plays out sort of like Last House on the Left or I Spit on Your Grave where mm. she she finally gets out and comes back and exacts her revenge on all these people. So, Ryan, what did you think of the movie in general? Like, what, what are your general thoughts on it? Oh, uh, well, for like an hour, I thought I was watching a... Like, you know, the the montage in the drug movie? The drug movie. With Marlon Wayans. Oh, uh, oh, Requiem for a Dream? Yeah. Hmm. I felt like it was like that. Like all, like when, you know, when they played the gas bubbles and the cooking of the heroin and the shooting of the heroin. Right. It felt like that, but for an hour. And then it was kind of cool when she actually got her revenge. Except for the fact that she shot the guy. In the leg, the camera zooms in on his leg and the gun. And she shoots him twice in slow motion. But there's no bullet. There's no bullet hole. It's just a little blood. It's kind of not... I mean, I understand that that's because it's from the 70s. Early, <laughs> early 70s, yeah. Well, and it's a, it's a low-budget film as well. I don't think that they had much money to work with. And this is a Swedish production. So, basically, the there was a version that came out in the United States that was dubbed. And I think that that was called They Call Her One Eye. But that one was heavily cut down. Like, all the full penetration stuff was taken out. So, the version that I sent you was the Swedish cut, or the original cut, which was uh, subtitled and had all the really graphic stuff. Now, there, this is one of these movies that has had so many different releases on DVD and stuff that I couldn't tell you which version. Yeah. But... Yeah, if you can out there, if you're interested in this one, try to get the one that's the director's cut so you can see all the really horrible stuff. Yeah, <laughs> really, now if you, I'm interested. If you, it kind of... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, take, if you take all that, the really shocking stuff out of it, it's not... I mean, that's essentially what makes this movie. This movie is pretty much a piece of shit, but yeah. it's really just the shocking stuff that 
makes this maybe worth seeing. I, I, I hesitate to say worth seeing, but. <laughs> the revenge, the revenge aspect did it for me. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it's, but at the same time, it's a pretty typical revenge story. We've seen this yeah. a lot before. I mean, I guess for me, it doesn't get old to see somebody get revenge like that and just brutally murder the people that mm-hmm. wronged her. I mean, so now, was... now it's more about uh, how much violence you get away with. I mean, just look at the remake of I Spit in Your Grave versus the original. Yeah, I mean, and uh, actually, we just talked about I Spit on Your Grave too, which is much worse, much more graphic than the original. But like I was saying when, when I reviewed it on the show, is like, it doesn't feel the same. It didn't disturb me on the same level as the original one did, just because it just looks so modern and clean and crisp. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have a movie like Thriller, where it's just so grainy and and dirty. It, for some reason, it just feels more real. Yeah. And like the killing in this movie, when she when she goes out and fucks all the dudes up, that doesn't look real. It kind of looks like an action movie almost. The way that. Yeah. They shot they shoot it like lots of slow motion squibs and stuff. But the real disturbing stuff is when they were holding her as a sex slave. Like that stuff was really I hard to watch almost. But after watching it for an hour and however long I was like thinking to myself, what the fuck? And then finally she had to revent like when she was doing all that, like when she would, I like got a teacher on the shoot and the guy that taught her how to drive, and like it was all building up, and there was also you know gratuitous sex in there with what I believe to be minors. I don't think they were. They, I mean, I think they might have just looked young. I don't know if they get away with. Uh, I don't think that girl is actually a That a girl looked really, really young. Well, it looks like she was born in 1950. So if uh, she was born in 50, this movie came out in 73. So she's probably she's, in her 20s. Yeah, she's definitely of age. Wow. She, honestly, I would peg her as no more than 14. Yeah, she <laughs> looks, she does look extremely young, which I'm sure that they did on purpose. The uh, the director, I didn't even mention the director's name. His name's uh, Bo Arn, Arne Vibinius. Oh, we, had a, we had a laugh at that guy's expense when we look him up on the IMDb and all his aliases. <laughs> so, so he, yeah. might be, he had like 10 aliases. That was, that was the name. <laughs> uh, looking at some of his other movies, he really only did two other movies. He did one before this, uh, which is a, a Swedish title that I can't. I'm not even going to begin to try to pronounce. And the other one is a film called Breaking Point. That was under the alias of Ron Silberman Jr. How you have an alias that is a junior? I have no idea. But it also looks like Breaking Point. Breaking Point is also listed as an adult horror thriller. So that something tells me that that has something to do with the uh, thriller in that it's the same. In fact, it's also known as Breaking Point Pornographic Thriller. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so yeah, it looks like this guy was kind of into doing that. I don't know what happened to him after that. He just kind of disappeared. Probably because he fucking put miners getting banged in movies. <laughs> hmm. Now, I take it uh, that you have seen... Well, let's get, go ahead and give you your drum roll first, and then we'll talk about Machete for a little bit. So, uh, Ryan, what do you give Thriller? One. That's a one <laughs> out of ten. Now, Ernie, does, uh, does Ryan's score... Uh. Does that make you decide if you want to go back and try to watch this again, or are you going to stay away from it now? No, regardless, I'll probably still end up seeing it. I give it a one missile because it's really fucked up. (laughs) And like I said, I thought for the most part... I've seen some fucked up fucking mainstream movies so from major directors like Von Trier or something like that. So I'm like, I'm sure I can handle this one-eyed bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You you can handle it, but... It's Um, just, it's really like... Like I said, all that I was watching and I was thinking to myself, should I really be watching this? Or am <laughs> yeah. I going to get in jail? For yeah, are the feds going to bust down your door? Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you on the spot here for a second because you actually, one of the very first movies, I think the first movie we had you watch for this show was a Serbian film. Yeah. And you gave a Serbian film, I believe it was a 6 out of 10. So do you think that this, were you more disturbed by this than a Serbian film? Yes. Really? Interesting. I think I would say yes. Now, I refuse to watch a Serbian film because I know what happens, and I've actually seen some of the clips, so I will not watch that movie. I still haven't seen it yet. I still intend to see it, but I just haven't got around to it yet. Uh, no, I just, that's one that I'm going to stay away from. I can't do that. That one's, that Assyrian film's newer. This right. film's older, so just, no, it adds to the creepiness. It, yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Like, all of these new, like, torture porn or any of these movies that come out, more more modern versions, I'm never as affected as when I go back and watch something like the original Last House on the Left or Sallow, as you just mentioned. I saw that probably a year and a half to two years ago for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that movie goes back even further. And it's, ugh, man, <laughs> that one's intense too. Like that one, you're just like, what is going on here? Yep. But we'll, uh, we'll save that for another day because I can almost guarantee that Ryan will be watching that one at some point. Awesome. Hey, maybe for uh, no, I just thought of this. Maybe we'll how about Caligula for when Pompeii comes out. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Caligula, I don't know that that one's kind of a a chore to get through in my opinion, because yeah. it's so long and arduous. Well, what do you think of Machete Kills, Ryan? I take it you well, I know that you saw the original Machete because you have you have the giant poster, you have like the whole cast. Signature, right? Yeah. Or almost everybody. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I like it just because it's over the top, like, crazy and violent. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, the movie itself isn't that good. 
but it gives me entertainment. I don't think it's a, a film that's necessarily supposed to be good. You know, it's it's one of these movies where it it sets out to be a B movie, and I think that it accomplishes that. And if yeah. I remember correctly, the the first one got fairly decent reviews by critics. Now, mm-hmm. early reviews are coming out for the next one, Machete Kills, and it's not getting very good reviews. So, I don't know. What do you think of Machete Kills, Ernie? Well, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I mean, I enjoyed the first one. And uh, just the factor of uh, having Mel Gibson in there playing the villain and just seeing him in action in the trailer, like, yeah, could be entertaining. I mean, I'm not expecting anything great, but as long as it's in the same vein as the first, should be good. Yeah, I think that they're going to try to outdo themselves. I think it's going to be more outrageous. Mm-hmm. It looks more outrageous, at least. And they're already working on the third one, which is Machete Kills Again in Space. <laughs> really? So, oh, man. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, he's, he's going to go to space for the third one. <laughs> so, that, that could one, be... F- that, that right there, that doesn't sound appealing to me. I think it's a, it's a very thin line between, like, goofy fun and goofy mm-hmm. stupid. You know, it's yeah. it's a very tough, tight rope when you're when you're doing these like modern exploitation films yeah. that are like kind of throwback, like uh, Hobo with the Shotgun is one that I always reference because I think that mm. they did it. I think Jason what's his name, Jason Eisner, I think, who directed that, like he did a good job with that. But I think there's for every Hobo with a Shotgun, we have something like Dead Hooker in a Trunk, which is. <laughs> <laughs> a terrible example of a modern yeah. exploitation film. Yeah. But, I don't know, I th- I think, I mean, I'm still going to go see Machete Kills, but I just don't have very high expectations for it. Mm. Which is funny, because, like, Robert Rodriguez, you know, maybe ten years ago, I would tell you that he was, like, the most promising director out there. And, like, I would go see anything that he makes, but he just kind of fell off for me. I feel yeah. like he's kind of inconsistent. I guess after Sin City, it's like everybody's hoping for something on that level. But yeah, disappointingly, we should be seeing the sequel now, but they pushed it to next year. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't have very high hopes for the sequel to Sin City, although the first one is like still one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I still think it's great. But. All right, well, I think that that wraps it up. Anything else to add about Thriller, Ryan? Oh. Uh feel like Kitty Porn takes <laughs> And I feel like Kitty Porn, you should also kill yourself. Yeah, if you like Kitty Porn, just go kill yourself. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that that wraps it up. For all the latest film news and reviews, visit us at filmpulse.net. Send us an email at feedback at filmpulse.net. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net and be sure to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For filmpulse.net, my name is Adam. This is Ernie. I'm Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you on Monday. See you later. I'm just gonna leave. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
<laughs> like my my nose is like gushing blood. Uh, are you okay? Uh, yeah. What was that? Yeah, see, 